Hello and welcome to the latest episode for the Can Making News podcast. I'm Janice Osborne, publisher of Can Making News, the magazine online. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by Mark Williams, who is the Group Managing Director for CPM Packaging Group, which is Green Bank Technology and Coline. Mark, welcome. Hi, welcome. Uh, I'm, I'm, enjoy- I'm enjoying this, the uh, being able to join the uh, podcast. Uh, really looking forward to it. And uh, congratulations on your 20th anniversary, like three or three. Oh, thank you. I mean, how do we get there? I don't know. <laughs> I can't believe I'm still alive. <laughs> um, well, it's so lovely to get you because I know we've tried a few times and life has been got in the way and also all been very busy. So I'm going to ask you some questions. But first of all, please, can you clarify what CPM is? You've got Proline, CPM Packaging Group, and Green Bank Technology. Can you explain how it all works, please? Yes, I can. Um, both Proline Engineering and Green Bank Technology are owned by the CPM Group. Um, and CPM have a one CPM vision. So um, what they did in June last year was bring together Proline Engineering and Green Bank Technology under one group called the CPM Packaging Group. Um, and we've been working towards that for the last six, seven months now. And uh, it's gone really well. Um, we will eventually look into try and get under one roof. Uh, but at this moment in time, we still run as two separate legal entities. And the CPM packaging group isn't a legal entity at the moment. It's just a trading name, really, uh, that we're doing. But it allows me to be in charge of both and try and uh, uh, make it more attractive. And um, the benefits of bringing the two companies together, um, with both of them having circa 25 years uh, in the industry, yeah. in the can-making industry, um, and we have about 150 employees in total. So the the actual uh, process of what we're going to offer will um, will will be a lot bigger in the future. So you get three for the exactly, price of one, yeah. basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about the company then. So what do you do? So Greenback Technology obviously offer um, um, post manufacture the can uh, curing systems for ovens and uh, washers for. Uh, the metal decorating, obviously, uh, and then yeah. Proline offer, offer all the conveyance and uh, the moving of the cans around the uh, around the normal plants. So um, we've got quite a good joint effort there that we can offer our customers and support them in the aftermarket side and things like that. Um, the businesses both uh, are international, of course. We're in about forty-five countries, and there's about yeah. six hundred plants that were over six hundred plants that we're actually active in. So, whereabouts are you based? Where's head office? So, the businesses uh, are based in the northwest of the UK, um, predominantly Blackburn for Green Bank and uh, Worsley in Manchester for um, ProLine. So, not Burnley? No, not Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go to Burnley. I watched Bank of Dave the other day. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Yeah, that's quite good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen it? <laughs> I've, I've just started watching it, actually. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing, and I want to go and visit the bank. Anyway, I'm digressing. Um, so you've got an amazing business. It's incredible. And your background, so how do you fit into Green Bank, CPM, and Prana? How do you fit in there? Uh, so I, I did a technical mechanical apprenticeship um, in, a processing, uh, in, in a processing business, and then I moved around quite a bit, uh, became a project manager for Pilkins & Glass. Uh, I became a ch- then I moved to a chief engineer at BOC. So my, my background's always been in engineering, um, and of course, uh, my big part of what I do is that I'm a chartered engineer. 
Uh, I sit on the IMEC board for the membership and the recruitment and chartered status uh, for engineering. Um, and I'm also a fellow of the IOD. So um, my background was always in uh, um, 24-hour processing and uh, uh, other businesses. But um, probably around uh, 2000, I started um, getting into the more of the management side and the executive side and being board member and things like that. And I've um, had a couple of businesses that I've, that I've run. Uh, but predominantly in the latter half of my career, it's always been about turnaround and trying to generate and uh, improve businesses to take them to where we think we can get them. So would you say you're a bit of a profiteer? Yes, always. But don't <laughs> tell the customers. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's nothing like a profiteer nowadays. <laughs> so what decisions have you made, Mark, to make uh, this company so successful? What have you done to turn it around to make it so profitable? Yeah, so, so basically when I joined the company, um, uh, we had half the turnover that we've got now and we um, uh, the business wasn't profitable. And one of the areas that we had to look at was how the business was run. Um, so I set up a senior management team that could uh, take responsibility for the areas that needed to be taken. Um, we set some KPIs and then um, we focused on driving uh, relationships with the customer base and, and um, really restoring and reigniting that confidence that the customers had in us uh, to be able to deliver the results for them and for us. So really you could advise many businesses not just green bank i mean this is your thing isn't it to actually take it take a business yeah, yeah. make improve it make it profitable turns you around your way yes, basically exactly. yeah exactly when, when i mentioned um, the uh, the guy that helped me so much focus on different areas don saltmarsh he was one of the ones that he really uh uh, showed me what what good looked like when we when you're man managing and running a business and where where the areas need to focus on. But a lot of it is common sense. It's just about um, really building those relationships. One with the team and two with the uh, customer base and also you know uh, uh, the support networks that you've got around you. Do you have any specific examples that you can say about how you improve the company with customer relations, etc. Yeah, the, the 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 big thing for Green Bank was that we had uh, uh, um, probably two or three uh, manufacturing suppliers that were not really uh, um, cost effective. Uh, so I brought manufacturing largely back to the UK so that we could control it locally without um, without having to jump on a plane. You know, an engineer going out to uh, internationally would take three to five days uh, was by controlling it locally um, and bringing mm. some of the manufacturing back to local manufacturers in the UK uh, meant that we could control it much better. Mm -hmm. Interesting. You're absolutely needed, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I'm hoping that I've set it up now so that, yeah. we can, uh, that, that it can run itself to a large degree. Mm. Obviously, you've got to keep prodding people mm. and pointing in the right directions and that. So what's your next goal for the company? Do you have any anything you can share with us to improve what you're doing? Yeah, obviously we've got we've got some aggressive plans to grow the businesses and, and increase the product offer, um, give more support to the supply to the, to, to, to uh, the, the customers as a supplier and um, and take on more uh, more uh, more uh, responsibility for installation and commissioning elements of it. You know, um, so there are. There are increases in uh, product offer that are coming 
uh, coming along and we'll be advertising them on our website and things like that. Are there other countries that you want to expand toward to, or is it some somewhere in the global uh, hemisphere that you haven't actually you know, approached yet? Yeah, I think we can do more in Asia. Asia. I think we've not, yeah, we've not, we've, um, we, we originally did have uh, products in Asia, but, um, obviously, uh, to keep competing there, we have to have a, uh, a lower costs, uh, supply, uh, base. And so I think that's the next area for us to expand into and support yeah. customers. That's over a good there. aim. Yeah. So it all sounds fabulous and it sounds as though you know exactly what you're all doing and you're, and you're right on top of the game. So how have you kept on top? How have you managed to progress? I mean, presumably you must research and you must spend a lot of money in R&D, et cetera. How does this work? Um, a, lot, a lot of what we're trying to do is obviously reliability uh, because that's key for the performance of the business, quality um, and on-time delivery of what we try to do, plus also the after uh, after the install and the commissioning has been completed. That backup support is really important. Um, and that's all based on technical know-how and the um, the resources in our businesses because that's really important. Um, uh, you know, the, 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 the businesses that we've got uh, under CPM Packaging Group all reliant on um, the key resources that we've got and the employees that we have, which are all fantastic. They've got, yeah. you know, a lot of them are multi-skilled and um, uh, can do a lot more for our customers. So the support, aftermarket support is really Which key. is the most successful part of your business? Oh, good question. Um, all of it, all of it, every single thing, think, every single bit. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, th I think I think the the benefits of of buying Proline or Green Bank products is the quality and the reliability, and the and the fact that we're, our customers are repeat customers a lot of the time. You know, it's very rare that we do some new stuff, but we do we do target new new areas. Uh, so, what are your new areas that you're targeting at the moment? Have you got future projects in mind? Yes, we've got a couple of things that are going through at the moment with some independent uh, can makers um, uh, and and growing that area, but also supporting our existing customer base is really important. So we're learning a lot on uh, uh, um, something on the innovation side for AI technology, for instance, and trying to reduce the amount of maintenance required on our products and, and improving their reliability again and taking it to the next level. Can you explain AI technology, please? Yes, so um, looking at routine and um, predictive maintenance um, schedules and, and having something in there that will give us a, like a traffic light system for when things are about to fail or, yeah. or need, not need some attention, um, and that can feed, be fed back to a consensual control unit. So it's troubleshooting, isn't it, really? Yeah. Yeah. Effectively, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's predictive maintenance and, uh, yes. you know, scheduled, looking at the scheduled maintenance so uh, the customers um, don't need to worry about it. So much. what about your competition? Are you worried about it? Uh, no, because we always ride the, uh, we always deal with what we need to deal with for our own business. Yeah. But effectively, you know, the competition, competition, good competition is good. Yes. Um, and and that, so that always means that we've got to strive and be ahead of the game in certain areas. Um, and that's what we've always tried to do. And one of the reasons why we've grown year on year in the last two, three years is because we have been ahead of the game. And now a message from our sponsor, the CPM Packaging Group, comprised of Green Bank Technology and Proline Engineering. 
CPM is based in the UK and we specialize in the design and maintenance of thermal processing equipment and conveying systems for the can making industry. Our mission is to sustainably feed, fuel and build a better world. CPM Packaging. Find us at greenbanktechnology.com. So presumably um, travel is a huge part of your business like it is for most of the companies in the can-making industry and you're away an awful lot. Yeah. Um, I know it's the pandemic's over, but have you found uh, that you are uh, trading differently now because of the pandemic? L- less travel or more travel? I think um, we're getting back to where the travel that we mm. used to be having before pre-pandemic, but um, effectively over the pandemic period, it was very difficult because we had to obviously revise the way we worked. Um, you know, we had in some instances we had um, we had to um, have people, especially in the US, on site in Mexico for two weeks before they travelled into the yeah. US, so that we could get them in there. Um, and then, of course, remote working and um, trying to support the customer and commissioning, especially, was very difficult from remotely, um, and we had to do that through uh, through all the all the usual methods, teams, and things like that. You know? Yeah, no, I think this is the thing. We I've talked to many clients and uh, customers, and they've said that working through the pandemic was hard. It's so much better to work face to face, where you can get an interaction. And hence, we're doing this podcast and we can see each other. (laughs) I mean, it's better better seeing a facial expression, isn't it? And hearing, and and also mannerisms, I think. You don't get that when you're actually working remotely. And, and then face to face is always mm. better. You know, that's what we're endeavouring to do. And our, 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 especially in our aftermarket teams, you know, that's really important to gauge what's going on in the site and things like that. Doing it remotely was difficult yes. and challenging, but we managed to get through it. But, you know, it did take longer and there was other things that cropped up that always, when you're not there, you can't see. So what, um, are you always going to be just metal? Um, no, we, we we we're we're looking at some diversification, oh, yeah. so we're looking at other in, industries as well, um, but also aligned to what we do. You know, the core activity is the technical solutions that we yes. provide to the customer base. So it's it's building on that in other industries that we know we can get into. Yeah, because I think I went to a show um, last year, and it was the responsible packaging show, and I love right. that title because yeah. even though metal comes under that, but it's already all about yes. responsible well, packaging. I think. And the technology behind it and the development and the creativity, isn't it? It's, I don't think it's yeah, I think just about metal, although yeah. I am promoting metal, obviously. I think it's a, it's a, there's a broader picture. Yeah, you've got to look, you've got to look at everything, everything part of the packaging mm. uh, industry, you know, and things like that. So, but I think, you know, the, the sustainability of aluminium cans at the moment is yes. phenomenal and the growth in, yeah, that's predicted over you know, we're seeing so all sorts of numbers coming out of the yes. growth. There's different things, isn't there? You know, we're seeing it anything from 3.9 or 3.6%, I think was the yes. last one, up to five or six percent, uh, and, and and that keeps that keeps moving. But no one's predicting no growth. So yes. you know, you can see that it's going to grow. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean the amount of cans now that I see in everyday use, it's incredible compared to when I started in this industry what 20 years ago or 27 years ago actually so it's huge yeah and you look at the you, you look at how they're able to be stacked yes. and things like that something that you wouldn't normally usually um, understand but and you see how um, on the supermarket mm. shelves now the it's growing the sections in the in the supermarkets in particular yeah. 
You can see that they've got aisles full of them now. There are quite a few craft brewers in um, Kent, where I live, and there's a, there's a company in Deal, and they've actually, they're starting to produce their beer in cans, which is interesting because obviously it's the small run, isn't it, that's quite hard to get from the can makers. That's, that prevents small, um, small companies from using cans, I think. So, so, so funny enough, my uh, I've got an uncle who's got a business called Blends Flavors, um, and they predominantly did um, repackaging and uh, flavors for the supermarket industry. Um, and he's just installed a can line that will do two thousand cans a minute. They're filling it with uh, all sorts of different varieties of uh, of coloured waters and also like um, you know energy drinks. Um, and they've just. Uh, <laughs> They've just won a big order for one of the the uh, most uh, <laughs> saleable energy drinks that people can't get hold of at this wow, moment. Wow, that's amazing! In the I need to know more about that. Te- email me. <laughs> yes, yeah, it will do. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting, actually. Yeah, and and that was a diversification. Yes. He um, he was doing it for personal small yes. runs of less than five hundred cans a minute. Um, but people came to him knowing that he had a line yes. uh, uh, that he could do. So he's looking at a second line now. I so. think there's a market for, for the small runs, absolutely. And that will encourage yeah. small businesses, small companies to use cans rather than plastics. And I think that's where we need to go. Well, there's a debate for the future and forever, really. Um, now, <laughs> I'm going to ask you something. I'll ask everybody else. Tell me, who are the top three people who've really influenced you in your working life, really? I would say working, not personal, because working is what we're talking about. So that when I first uh, when you first mentioned that to me, I was like, "Wow!" Uh, well, the first one is my is my mother because oh. she um, she and it seems a strange one that, but, but effectively she's been through. Um, she's a she's a cancer survivor. Wow. She's got it again, yeah. uh, but she always. Uh, gave me the standards that we should uh, work to and, and with my father as well you know she's been able to, to to guide me the right way from when I was young and um, you know even start the day making your bed that's, yes. and I still do that that's the first thing all that sort of things you know <laughs> yeah yeah every time yeah every time I'm not lazy <laughs> but but, um, but that she she was an influence and then the, the next the next person was uh, a guy that was the uh, 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 an old style md that really taught me a lot about what to look for in running a business and how you know where you should focus your efforts and and um, how much time you should allocate to different things a guy called don saltmarsh unfortunately he's passed away now but he was an old school management uh, and he taught me everything about running a company um, and then the third person, which I'm glad she's not in earshot, is my uh, PA, Sarah, who's actually changed game changer for making sure that I'm in the right place at the right time and um, organising all my travel and um, just supporting me generally when I'm right, getting reports done and coordinating the team. She does an awful lot. I think support network's really important. I've had a, a PA, the same one, for 15 years. We've never, and we've never wow. fallen out. I mean, that's it, it's, well, it's <laughs> difficult, isn't it? Sometimes, and um, but when you've got a yeah. really good PA like Sarah, as you said, it's um, you've got to support, and you know, at the end of the day, you could just say, "Oh, Sarah, can you do this for me?" <laughs> it, it, it's been fantastic, but also she supports the rest of the exec yes. team on the in the business as well. So it's really important, and um, you know, she coordinates everyone's diary, and uh, yeah. we, yeah, I, I should imagine it'd be a bit chaotic if we didn't no. have her. 
I hope she'll, <laughs> she'll hear this and she'll feel really, really good after this, won't she? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so you obviously, you've enjoyed your career. You're, you're very successful. The business is really successful. Um, tell me about you, because behind every successful man, there's got to be a hobby and something that absolutely, oh. you know, floats their boat apart from work. Yeah, I, I, I've had a couple of things. This year, I've really stretched myself because obviously, um, when I joined Green Bank, uh, the previous companies I had, we always we always sponsored the charity. Um, and this year, the, 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 when I first joined Green Bank, there was a fantastic charity called Darien House, which looks after end of life care for family uh, for for children and the families. Um, and it's you know the, the, those places thrive uh, only exist on. Um, on 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 support from the communities and things like that so it was a really good cause and this year i was involved with uh with a tandem skydive for i did for did them you? um yes i did yeah so it was fifteen thousand feet so which is above the clouds and uh so that was a bit of a stretch but uh it got cancelled about four times and then i and uh, you did it i did it in i did it in october yeah so it was really that good. taught me through that how did you feel really I mean, standing, oh. I absolutely loved it because um, the scary part that people were, say, were saying, were advising me, that you go, when you're going up in the plane, uh, but the actual scary part was when you suddenly realise you've left the plane and then, you know, it was a crystal clear day, luckily, and um, I could see I could see right the way down, but you, you're doing up to 120 miles an hour, you know, and that, that, that does make you feel, <laughs> takes your breath away. So it was a really challenging thing, but it was really good, really good. How much money did you raise? Um, it was about £1,200. Wow. For the so it was good. And um, and then and then we did, uh, I, uh, and then we did another thing where I got locked up and put in a jail in uh, Chorley, in, in uh, close to Preston here. And um, we had to escape. So the only way you could escape was... Um, generating some uh, 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 income for the charity. Uh, I think I did another £1,200 on that as well. Did you escape? So, so yeah, yeah, I escaped, yeah, in the time. Yeah. How much time did uh, you have? It was a little bit different. We, we, we were trapped in in a bar in, in Chorley, so that was a little bit in different. In a bar? We were trapped in a bar, yes. <laughs> did you want to escape? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd want to stay. And that's what people were saying, you know, why do you want to escape? So, yeah, we did. <laughs> so, that, I did that. But, you know, generally for me, um, my working day starts at 6am uh, and I finish around 7 or 8 o'clock at night and most of the time uh, I'm available and, you know, my commute, I'm splitting my time between Green Bank and Proline at this moment in time. Mm. Um, so I go to, I spend three days at Proline, three days at Green Bank at alternative weeks. Uh, so that can be a bit, you know, where am I? Yes, yeah. <laughs> so to speak. Um, and there's always something that crops up and things like that. But out of work, you know, obviously family is the big thing for me. Um, and I've got a granddaughter who's coming up to 21 oh. months and she, she takes everything, um, time as much of time as I can give her, and of course, like all my cash. Um, but um, you know, it's really, it, it's really good, and family is, is really important for me. And the other aspect is the, the football team that I support, Liverpool, who are going through a particularly yes. bad time at the moment, but um, uh, not not achieving what they want to achieve. But we're effectively, I, I love watching that from the sun. Watching that play football. So. I did do up to a couple of years ago. Um, I've not played for a couple of uh, couple of years, yeah. Mainly because the job's got so busy. Yeah, well, this is the thing. <laughs> it's finding time to relax. But I still, every now and again, 
Every now and then I do, I, I do a guest appearance. <laughs> <laughs> and they all cheer. And then I need a defibrillator, <laughs> just in case. Oh, amazing. So yeah. um, to sum up everything up quickly, or slowly even, um, how would you describe Green Bank technology or CPM packaging with, as in, give me, sum it up in a, in a little, in a, in a sentence. We are customer focused and we, we, uh, our employees mean everything to us. You know, you, you, there's three elements that we have in our strategic plan. It's the growth element, sustainability and culture. And, but culture is really important for us and um, that involves our customers as well. Thank you very much. It's been, it's been really illuminating. I guess I will see you in the flesh at MetPak. Is that right? Yes, definitely. Do you yeah. have a stand yeah. there? Yeah, we'll be there. We've got a big stand. So we've got our 20-year celebration stand. Oh, that'd be fantastic. It'd be great yeah, to see. So, and also on the Saturday, it's the King Charles's coronation, isn't it? Oh, of course yeah, it so is, yeah. We good. might have wow. a bit of bunting and some champagne. You never know. <laughs> That, that yeah, so I good. look forward to seeing you, but thank you very much for the chat. I feel now that I know you, so the next time I see you, I can say, how's Liverpool doing? Yeah, exactly, yeah. I might be in tears. Yeah, probably be in tears, yeah. Thank you very much indeed, it's been great. No, you're welcome. Thanks very much. Thank you very much, Mark, for the chat. I've really enjoyed this, and I'd like to thank you, Mark Williams, who is the Group Managing Director of CBM Packaging, and also Asian, who has been our producer for all of the podcasts and who has made things possible. And we look forward to hearing from you all again soon. If you'd like to get in touch with me, please contact Janice at canmakingnews.com. I would be delighted to chat with you over Zoom and to produce your podcasts. But in the meantime, please keep listening, please share and tell your friends. Thank you. Thank you.